to you withholding nothing withholding nothing withholding nothing withholding nothing I give you everything everything I give you everything everything withholding nothing withholding nothing withholding nothing withholding nothing how many of you want to give the lord everything today father we thank you right now in the name of jesus lord i thank the lord for being the head of my life i thank god for our pastor i thank god for the roster this morning i thank god for my wife and my children and i thank god for each and every one of you and i do indeed greet you in the precious name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you would get your Bibles, uh, this morning's text will be coming out of Romans chapter number 12. Romans chapter number 12, beginning at verse number 1, reading down through verse number 2. Romans chapter number 12, beginning at verse number 1, reading down to verse number 2. And the word of the Lord reads on this wise. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. As we look unto the Lord, Father, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus. We give you praise, we give you honor, and we give you glory. Lord, we thank you for waking us up in our right minds. We thank you for the use and activity of our limbs today. Father, we stand and we come together, Lord God, just to give your matchless name the praise. Lord God, there is nobody like Jesus. There is nobody like you, God. You are the first and the last. Lord God, you are the beginning and the end. Lord God, even as the word comes forth, let it fall on fertile ground, that it produce fruit that's pleasing unto you. Lord God, we thank you for this visitation. And we give you the glory that is due unto your blessed name. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Amen. If I don't intend to be before you long today, but if there was a subject to talk about, it is living sacrifice. Living sacrifice. In Romans 12, Paul gives guidelines for living a redeemed, how a, a redeemed people can live in a fallen world. Uh, it goes on to say here, as saints, uh, we are to give ourselves to Christ uh, as a living sacrifice, uh, obeying those who have the rule over us, uh, loving our neighbors, uh, and taking special care of those uh, who are weak in faith. Uh, and looking up the definition of the word uh, sacrifice, uh, the dictionary describes sacrifice 
sacrifice as the killing of an animal on an altar. Something offered for a sacrifice. It also goes on to say that it is destruction or surrender of something for the sake of something else. In other words, I think Paul put it best, forgetting those things which are behind, I press towards the mark. And the last but not least, it goes on to say that it is an act of offering a deity something that is precious. When we sacrifice, amen, it's something that's valuable. It's something that's worth something. It's something that we say, you know what, while there is value in this, I'm going to give it up for that. As a living sacrifice, one seeks to do the will of God. God's will is rendered in his purpose by looking at the believer and saying, I, it's not my will, but your will. It also implies that his guidance and direction is in all faucets, if you would, of the believer's life. It's not that, Lord, this decision I'm going to make on my own, and I'm going to put you in the Holy Ghost on the shelf, and I'll go ahead and think with my own mind and feel with my own heart. But in all aspects of your life, when you are seeking to do the will of God, you're asking him to take control. Dedication is an act of surrender or submission to his will for our lives, whereby we become a living sacrifice. Romans 6, 12, and 13, it speaks on this wise. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourself unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. When sacrificing an animal according to God's law, a priest killed the animal and cut it into pieces and placed it upon the altar. Sacrifice was important. But even in the Old Testament, it made it clear that obedience from the heart was much more important than the sacrifice. 1 Samuel 15 and 22 speaks on this wise. And Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice as in obeying the voice of the Lord? He says, Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. This is the first time in a number of places throughout the scripture where to obey is better than sacrifice is repeated and reinforced. While Samuel was saying, was Samuel saying that sacrifice was unimportant? No. But he was urging Saul to look at his reason for making the sacrifice rather than the sacrifice itself. A sacrifice was a ritual transaction between man and God, establishing that there was a relationship, demonstrating a physical relationship between them. But if a person's heart was not truly repentant or he did not truly love God, the sacrifice was a hollow ritual. It was a hollow ritual. Religious ceremonies and rituals are empty unless they are performed with an attitude of love and obedience. Being religious, in other words, just going to church, it's not enough. 
giving offerings and giving tithes, uh, when your heart is not directed towards God and truly loving him with everything that's in you, amen, it's just a hollow offering. It's not real. It's not from a sincere place. As a matter of fact, it is, it's hard if you would. The Bible talks about, or uh, it, we, we talk about let everything that have breath praise the Lord. But in order to worship God, there must be a relationship, brothers and sisters. There must be a relationship with Christ. You need to know who he is. Some of us today know him as our healer. Some of, them know us, some of us know him as a deliverer. Some of us know him as a way maker. But I got a relationship with God. When I call on his matchless name, I know that he's going to answer. I know that he's concerned about everything that I'm going through. I serve a God that sits high and he looks low. Don't you understand? As a living sacrifice, God is aware of everything you're going through. He counted you worthy during that time of hardship to suffer. And that we should tell him thank you. And that we should tell him, God, you are a great God. And that we should say, Lord God, there's nobody like you. I want to magnify him when I'm on the mountaintop. But it's another thing when I'm going through the valley and I still realize that my God is concerned about everything that is going on in my life. We thank him. We thank him. We talk about being that living sacrifice. I want to give my best to you, God. Lord, I don't want to just show up and just be in amongst the, 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 the saints. Lord, I want my praise to be counted amongst those that are magnifying you. Lord God, I want you to be happy with the things that I do. I want to give you my best. When you're, when you're courting somebody, brothers, when you're, when you're thinking about the young lady that is going to be your wife, you, you're not showing up uh, uh, halfway. Uh, your, your, your intentions are sincere and pure. In other words, uh, you're giving your best. Guess what God is expecting from a living sacrifice? Uh, a living sacrifice is not saying, God, just take this. Uh, but Lord, be pleased uh, with my praise. Uh, be pleased uh, with my joy. Be pleased uh, with my offering. Be pleased with my worship. <coughs> be pleased, God. Lord, find joy in what I'm doing. I want you to be happy. It says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Daily dependence upon God, it results in a transformation of our lives into the image of Christ. When we seek to discern the will of God, we must also commit to doing the will of God as it is revealed in his word. God wants us to offer ourselves, not just the animal, not the animals, not just our money, not just our time, but he wants us to offer ourselves completely and wholly unto him. Not just your, your possessions, but a living sacrifice is what God is calling us to be, laying aside our own desires and our own agenda to follow him, putting our own energies and our resources at his disposal and trusting that he will guide us, that he will guide us. Paul was addressing the crowd, and, and to put it plainly, he was saying, I beseech you therefore, in other words, he was pleading with them to those who were in the crowd, not demanding, but urging them to come to Christ by the mercies of God. And summarizing, it is all that 
in all that God has accomplished in the Old Testament, you have Paul telling the crowd, think about what he did, amen, between the, 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 the chapters of Romans 1 through 11, talking about how he is justified and how he is kept and how he's made awake, how he's provided a righteous life for them and asking Israel to, Israel to be faithful unto him. I beseech you, in this lost and dying world, when the prayers of the righteous availeth much, what are we doing to draw people unto Christ? The Bible says, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men. What are we doing on our jobs or in our homes? What are we saying to our neighbors and our loved ones who may not know who Christ is? I want to be a living sacrifice, Lord. See, it's not just about being able to grab a mic and sing a song or maybe preach a word, maybe write something down in pen. But Lord, whatever you would have me to do in word or deed, Lord, I want to be that living sacrifice that's committed to whatever you call me to do. Lord, I want to, Lord God, let the light that's in me shine, that men would see you and glorify, that men would see the good works and glorify my father that's in heaven it's not about me God Lord I want to be the living sacrifice that Lord God whatever I do God brings glory to your name whatever I do God brings honor whatever I do God adds to the body of Christ as a whole you got Paul urging them and beseeching them talking about how he justifies the believer and how he enables the believer to live a righteous life I think that when you think about it, many of us today, we can remember a time before, we, before, before Christ came into our life. We can remember a time when we were out in the streets and doing our own thing. We can remember the pain and the hurt that we felt. We can remember the condition of the state that we were in. When God, when God came into our lives and amen, he began to move things around and turn the story that the enemy meant for bad into good. When you think about it, who can declare and decree that you are a living sacrifice today? That can proclaim like in John 1 and 1 where it describes Jesus is God. And like in Colossians 1 and 16, it identifies Jesus as the creator of all things as a living sacrifice who can declare today like in Hebrews 13 and 8 that the Bible states that Jesus never changes like a living sacrifice who like in Matthew 28 and 18 can proclaim that Jesus is all powerful like Colossians 2 and 3 says that Jesus knows everything in everybody who can declare today that you are a living sacrifice like in Matthew 18 and 20, where it declares that Jesus is ever present. I remember before I came to know Christ as my Savior, being in the streets and wondering if I had a friend, not understanding that Jesus said, I stick it closer than any brother. Like a living sacrifice in Luke 1 and 35, it declares that Jesus is holy. That there is nobody like Jesus, y'all, when you call on that matchless name, when you begin to seek God as your Lord and Savior, that when you call on him, demons begin to back up. The situations in your life that seem to be running amok, they got to change. It says at the mention of that name, every knee shall bow. Hebrews 2 and 17 declares and describes Jesus as merciful. I'm a living sacrifice today because when I should have been cut off, when he could have cast me out, when he could have threw me away, his mercy prevailed. I'm a living sacrifice today like John 10 and 28 because Jesus gives eternal life. 
I realized that after this mortal man returns to the ground, there was a crown laid up. I have a right to the tree of life. I will be able to hear him say, well done, my good and faithful servant. I'm a living sacrifice. Because John 14 and 6 says that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. I thank him because I can be a sacrifice because he called me. Revelations 12 and 11 states, and they overcome, they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony as a living sacrifice. We should be quick to tell the lost and dying world that it was Jesus who hung, bled, and died on Calvary. 2 Corinthians 5 and 21, it declares, for he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew him, who knew no sin, that he might be made in the righteousness of God in him. As saints, we must, we must Amen. Take the sacrifice that was made personal. John 3 and 16 said, for God so loved the world. Make it personal. For God so loved me. Make it personal. For God so loved you. Make it personal. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I'm a living sacrifice because of him. Because of him. The songwriter penned a song just for me, said just for me, Jesus came and did it just for me. Another songwriter penned and it says, I will never know how much it costs to see my sins. When you think about everything that you've ever done in your life, thank God for Jesus. He said, I take him and I cast him in the lake of forgetfulness. But when you think about what he brought you out of. Is he not worthy to be a living sacrifice for? He did it just for me. He did it just for you. Said Jesus paid a debt he did not owe. I owed a debt I could not pay. It says in our daily walk with Christ, there were going to be times, rest assured, when trials and tribulations they are going to come. Brothers and sisters, they are going to come. This is a suffering way. There are going to be times when you're wondering if you are even saved. But I dare you to understand that when those trials and tribulations come, I declare and I can decree that when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he has done for me, my soul cries out. If for a spell, I got to go through a rough spot. I'm still a living sacrifice. If for a time I got to go through hardship, I'm still a living sacrifice. And because I'm a living sacrifice, in that trial and in that tribulation, instead of murmuring and complaining, I could say, God, you are still a great God. In that trial, in that test, I could say, Lord, you've been better than me than I've ever been to myself. When I'm going through that rough spot and it seems like everything that I love has turned their back on me, Lord God, there is nobody like you. I'm a living sacrifice that you get the glory out of my life. He counted you worthy 
he counted you worthy to suffer. I thank God for saving me. David declares in Psalms 31 and 34 and 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. What does that mean? Your reasonable service, that praise and worship, you're not doing anything extra. God demands it. He wants your praise. He wants you to worship him. He wants you to tell him how great of a God he is. Don't think that you're doing anything extra when you come in and say, I will bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. You, he's worthy of the praise. He's worthy of the worship. He's worthy of the honor. And not just during the times of celebration, but during the times of tribulation, he is still worthy of the praise. There is none like you. No one else can touch my heart, God, the way that you do. You may have everything. You may not have everything. You want, but you have everything you need. And God is worthy of the praise. You may be under the weather right now. You may be tired. Amen. There may be some frustration and some stress. But by his stripes and that he giveth peace that's a passive, all understanding, you ought to tell God, hallelujah, I'm a living sacrifice for you today, God. The situations may not be comfortable. The circumstances may be difficult and there may be problems. But as a living sacrifice, worship with gratitude because of what was done on Calvary. Because he hung, bled, and died and got up with all power. That you may have a right to the tree of life during your difficult times. I bet you when you begin to praise him. I bet you when you begin to worship him, because that's what living sacrifices do. They don't sit there with their arms crossed. They don't keep a scowl on their face. When they mad, they don't, they don't shut down on God because things ain't going the way that they want. A living sacrifice means you are committed to doing the will of your father. Be that living sacrifice. Be that living sacrifice. It says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind so that when you're going through difficult times and you begin to open up your mouth and give God praise, the enemy is sitting there looking around like, I've touched everything in their life, and yet they're still telling him he's a great God. I've moved everything. I, I put everything in their way to be a hardship, and yet they're saying, there is none like you, Jesus. The enemy will become perplexed and won't understand why you're giving God the praise that you're giving him. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect, not permissive. Lord, I want to do your perfect will, the perfect will of God. God has good, pleasing, and perfect plans for his children. He wants us to no, he wants us to be new people with a renewed mind, living and honoring and obeying him. John 10 and 10 states, the thief cometh but to kill, but to steal, 
kill, and destroy. But I have come that, thy, that they might have life and that they may have it more abundantly. Since he only wants the best for us and he gave his son that we may have a new life, that we should have joy, unspeakable joy, should we not be volunteering to become living sacrifices for his service, for his will, to do his plans, to do his biddings? Should we not volunteer that God may get the glory out of our lives? Christians are called to be not conformed in this world to its behaviors and its customs, its selfish ways and its corrupting ways. Our refusal to conform to the world's values have set us apart. Be in the world, but not of the world. You are a living sacrifice that he called out of darkness into his marvelous light. Let your mind be transformed and renewed. When you look at the state of this country, you look at the state of our leadership, we are believing the lie, but we won't accept the truth. A living sacrifice won't be deceived. It won't fall victim or it won't fall prey to the, to the things of the enemy. A living sacrifice is willing to follow after the Father, to keep his commandments, to do his perfect will. If we're not holding up the bloodstained banner, if our leadership that we're supposed to believe and follows has stooped to lying and being deceitful and we don't say something, if we don't call out, if we don't profess the goodness of the Lord, if we don't talk about the plan of salvation and that the baptism in the, in the name of Jesus is real. We're not dead. We got to tell. We got to scream it from the raptures. We got to see it or we got to live it on our jobs. We got to live it in the church. We got to live it in our homes. Be that living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable. Holy and acceptable. Tell your neighbor, there is power in the name of Jesus. We can't be quiet when it comes to the name. Because I know that when I call on the name Jesus, things in my life begin to turn around. I know when I call on the name of Jesus, uh, the things that are going awry in my life, uh, they begin to settle down because there's authority in that name. Uh, when I call on the matchless name of Jesus, uh, when sickness is in my body, physician, heal thyself. Uh, when I call on the name of Jesus, uh, as a living sacrifice, uh, the atmosphere begins to change. When you call on the name of Jesus, Families come back together. When you call on the name of Jesus, financial situations begin to mend. When you call on the name of Jesus, the heartache and the pain of loss, it begins to subside. Now, I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't dare say that when you lose something or someone, amen, that there's not a pain there. But what I am saying is God will give you peace to deal with it while you're in the midst of that storm. That you'll come out of it and say, despite it all, you're worthy, God. 
despite it all, a living sacrifice won't sit down and die. A living sacrifice will lay his hand to the gospel plow and purposely do the will, the will of his father. As a living sacrifice, and I'm almost done, it's time out for plan. As a living sacrifice, it's time out for plan. It's time to invoke the power and presence of God. Philippians 2 and 10 says that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue, uh, everything in heaven and everything in earth uh, and the things under the earth. Uh, amen. When you call on the name, uh, the situation will begin to change. Uh, amen. When you are living sacrifice, it's time out for mediocrity. In other words, uh, Lord, uh, I'm trying to make 199 and a half won't do. Uh, I won't settle with my prayer life the way that it is. Uh, I won't settle with my worship. Uh, the way that it is, God. I want to give you more, God. I want to do more, Lord God. I want you to be pleased with everything that I lay my hands to. Lord God, wherever you want me to go, whatever you want me to say, however you want me to do it, wherever you want me to go, Lord, I'm the living sacrifice. Send me, God. I'll go. It's time out for mediocrity. I'm not doing enough. I am not even talking about you. I'm not doing everything that God is asking me to do. It's time out. It's time out. Lord, you gave it all on the cross. Lord, I want to give my life and everything that's in it to you as a living sacrifice. Amen. When it comes to a living sacrifice, it's time out for fear. 2 Timothy 1 and 7, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. God has not given you a spirit of fear. As a living sacrifice, sometimes fear tries to come in. As a living being, when we're doing or asked to do something we've never done before, it's going to feel uncomfortable. You're going to have apprehension. But I can do all things through Christ. That strengthens me. You can do all things through Christ. That strengthens you. He has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power. How many of y'all feel strong in the Lord today? But of power, love, and a sound mind. Romans 8, 38 and 39. Very familiar passage of scripture. And it speaks on this wise. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angel, nor principality, nor power, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So as a living sacrifice, brothers and sisters, Make it in your mind that, Lord, whatever you ask me to do, I'm going to do it. As a living sacrifice, make it up in your mind that wherever you want me to go, God, give me the holy boldness. Give me the words to say. And I believe that when you ask God for the direction and the guidance on the task that he's asked you to do, he will not only answer it, but he will equip you and prepare the people to receive what he has for you to do. A living sacrifice. 
holy, and acceptable. Father, we thank you for choosing us. We thank you for being with us. You don't, you're not in this thing alone. David said, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou art with me. He's with you today. He's with you today. If you don't know the Lord as your redeemer, your savior, if you don't know him as your soon coming king, you don't have to stay in the situation or the place that you're in. Today can be your day. Today can be the day that you become the living sacrifice. Amen. The Lord said, I, I, I came that you, you shouldn't have to perish. Hell was not meant for us. There is a way and there is a plan of salvation. and You can give your life to Christ today. You can give your life to Christ today. Will you come? Will you make up in your mind, today is the day, God, I want to be a living sacrifice for you. Will you make up in your mind today, God, I want to give my life to you, Lord. Lord, I want to submit myself unto you. Will you come? We have ministers that will baptize you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins. Take you down. Amen. That the sin that's on your life will be there no more. And he said, after that, he said, you will receive power in the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Will you come? You don't have to stay in the state that you're in. You don't have to be where you are. God has made and purposed today to be your day.